When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Hello one and all, and welcome to Behind the Glass, the podcast which aims to take you behind the scenes of the YouTube channel Seen Through Glass, as well as the automotive and social media worlds. I'm your host, Sam, from that YouTube channel Seen Through Glass. Welcome to another bonus episode. If you're new to this podcast, uh, welcome. Uh, Every single week, myself and Tony from Gravelwood Car Sales get together to discuss Well, everything automotive, uh, cars, motorsport, social media. I mean, I say everything automotive, it often sort of meanders off into complete nonsense, um, but we try and keep it car related. Um, Those episodes come out every single Monday uh, in the evening for UK listeners or viewers. Um, But yes, they are going nowhere. Do not worry, whilst Tony and I are unlikely to be in the same room uh, anytime soon, hashtag coronavirus, uh, we still will be recording those full weekly episodes. These bonus features are a chance for for you and I, for you and me, you being the audience and, and me being me, to just have little, you know, side conversations, little small uh, chats, because sometimes it's nice to step away from Tony's opinions um, and discuss things that maybe he uh, wouldn't be interested in discussing or, or, or know uh, how to discuss. Um, so yes, just a chance for me to share anecdotes from my time uh, creating content for Seen Through Glass, maybe even before my existence as Seen Through Glass. And actually today, I kind of want to discuss something or answer something that a lot of you have been asking me over the years, which is, how do I know the other UK car YouTubers and are they really my friends? Because I think over the years we have all collaborated so much on each other's channels, uh, often posted about each other on Instagram or Twitter uh, and appeared very friendly. Um, But I think some of you are like, well, is that real? And how on earth do you all know each other anyway? Uh, So today I kind of want to discuss that and explain that um, and deep dive into, yes, my history with the other UK car YouTubers. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? 
Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Flexibility is great. That's why there's yoga. Flexibility for your insurance coverage is great, too. That's why there's United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, United Healthcare Insurance Plans offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. One of these plans may be right for you if you're, say, between jobs, coming off your parents' plan, turning a side hustle into a full hustle, or even missed open enrollment. Want more flexibility? Find out more about United Healthcare Insurance Plans at UH1.com. So we kind of got to go way back, right to the beginning, prior to my existence as STG, because before I started the Scene Through Glass YouTube channel, I was kind of, kind of only aware of two car vloggers, you know, specifically car vlogs, supercar vloggers, Shmi150 and Supercars London, or as I'm going to call them, Tim or Shmi and Paul, because I can't be bothered saying their full channel names over and over again. But yes, uh, prior to me setting up my own channel, they were the only two that I was aware of. Um, and I wasn't watching too much of their content. I was probably watching more like traditional car journalism, Evo, Autocar, Chris Harris, and a lot of motorbike vlogging. But I definitely knew about Shmi and Paul. So yeah, when I kicked things off, I didn't actually know them. I'd never met either of them. Uh, I think I'd kind of seen Shmi in one of his cars, maybe his R8 Spider just cruising around town, but yeah, definitely never talked to them. Um, and so came into the whole YouTube space uh, as a relative unknown and definitely not knowing anyone else. So when I hit the sort of 1500 or 2000 subscriber mark and I got a DM on YouTube, because yes, back then, about five years ago now, you could send direct messages on YouTube um, from a Monaco based entrepreneur. I got rather excited. Um, so some of you are going to have figured out who this is already. But yeah, I'm sitting there at home uh, trying to work out my next video and suddenly, bing, get a new message. And it says, uh, dear Seen Through Glass, I've just discovered your channel. I think it's fantastic. Uh, I'm based down in Monaco. I'm an entrepreneur. I have lots of different businesses. I work a lot with Shmi150. Um, I really want to discuss your channel, your plans for the future and, and how I might be able to help. And I'm like, oh my God, I've I've hit the big time already. I mean, I'm only at 2,000 subscribers. I could sell the channel tomorrow for five million pounds. So yeah, got very overexcited. I went back to the guy. Are you coming to London? I'd love to meet. Let's set this up. Uh, and he came back saying, yeah, I'm in London next week. Why don't we meet in Starbucks? I mean, obviously I was excited, but I was a bit like, ah, oh, Starbucks. Like I kind of thought a guy from Monaco would be like, let's meet in Mayfair or some really swanky bar. But, but hey, I wasn't going to knock it. You know, as, as you know, I, I like my coffee. So I was kind of happy. But anyway, arranged to meet up. And yes, as I say, I'm sure lots of you have figured out, but the very first automotive YouTuber I met was Seb Delaney because in walks, a sort of 15-year-old, suave, monogasque boy um, and comes over to introduce himself. Oh, Sam, hi, I'm Seb. I was like, oh, no. Um, but after my initial kind of shock, and I will be honest, disappointment, because I genuinely thought I was about to sell the channel for £5 million, uh, I soon learned that Seb is one of the kindest, most generous, most honest and just uh, just fun people to be around. I know that people have sometimes judged him a little too quickly based on his social media profile. Um, but I just have to say he is 
honestly one of my uh, greatest friends, but also sort of just best people in, in this whole scene through glass existence because the way that he's been generous, he and his family have been generous to all of us over the years in terms of hospitality and advice and all of these different things. But also him, he's just, he's just always someone you want to hang out with. You know, if you're going out on a Saturday night, you want to call Seb, uh, but also on road trips and things like that. Uh, he's a, he's a top top bloke. Uh, so we very quickly bonded and connected and formed a friendship. And I think at that time we probably had similar level of subscribers because whilst he was actually kind of working as Shmi's cameraman. I don't know if a lot of you remember this, but way back in the day, Seb was Shmi's cameraman and he used to film like behind the scene vlogs and stuff. But he was also doing car spotting bits and car reviews in Monaco. So he definitely had a channel, but it was it was minor. Um, but we both sort of really bonded over the fact that we wanted to start collaborations being a thing within the automotive sector. Uh, at the time I'd come, well, I was still working in PR, but I'd just come from a PR job that meant I was working with the likes of Zoella and Tanya Bird, these big UK YouTubers in the kind of uh, beauty or, or bedroom vlogging scene. And, and in that sector of YouTube, people were cross-collaborating all the time, always in each other's videos, always shouting each other out. And there was this kind of like family slash friendship group that it was so, uh, we were so envious of, to be honest. And whilst really it was only kind of Shmi and Supercars of London who were the big car vloggers, we were like, we just feel like this needs to happen more and there should be opportunities for this. So we kind of decided then and there that we were going to we were going to collaborate together even though we were very small channels and based in different countries, we were going to find a way to collaborate to kind of show the rest of the automotive world what could be done. Uh, and we did. I think uh, just a few weeks later we did a sort of Monaco versus London car spotting challenge and I think we we both went out and filmed on the same day and then we shared footage and you know what it did really well actually it did really well and that kind of kick-started the whole like challenge and collaboration thing for what I would now call the UK car YouTubers and I do lump Seb into that because even though he is a, a Monaco uh, uh, resident well not really he's south of France resident um, he is also very British so I, I call him a UK car YouTuber um, so yes that was the sort of start of everything, I suppose, with with Monsieur 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 uh, Seb Delany, and and from there is how I then kind of started to connect with uh, Shmi and Paul and and many others. So, uh, actually, you know what? I've just remembered. I was about to say I don't remember how I actually ended up meeting Shmi. I, m- I remember how I met Paul. And we'll come back to that story in a second. But Shmi's more relevant because it was a direct result of meeting up with Seb. So when we finished the meeting, I gave Seb a lift back to the apartment he was staying in. And classic Seb, he forgot his mobile phone in my car. So about an hour down the road, I suddenly looked over and there was his phone in my car. And I was like, oh my God. And obviously I had no clue how to get in touch with the guy. I literally just met him. So I think I sent him an, a DM on YouTube. But I was like, he's never going to see that. But of course, we'd spoken about the fact and he'd mentioned that he knew Shmi. So I thought, screw it. So I sent a message. Actually, I think maybe Tim sent me a message first. Well, either I reached out to Tim or he reached out to me being like, you've got Seb's phone. Or I said, I've got Seb's phone. And we kind of helped to get the phone back to Seb. And that was kind of the first time I think Tim and I had spoken. And, and he was kind. I think he said he'd seen some of my stuff or whatever like that. But that was definitely the the beginning of our conversation. But the first time I really met him was a few weeks after Seb and I's collab went live. Uh, and we were on Sloan Street and I saw Tim and I pulled over and, and we just talked very briefly. He said, oh, I like the collaboration and blah, blah. But, but when we had that conversation, we were kind of friendly 
Um, so we must have been speaking on emails or DMs or WhatsApp or something before then because it wasn't weird that I pulled over and talked to him. Do you know what I mean? It wasn't the first conversation we had. Uh, and then I think from there, we just kept bumping into each other and, and speaking um, bits and bobs. So yeah, that was how I met Seb and then Shmi. Paul was sort of completely different. So uh, a little bit more tactical by me uh, in the sense that I was sitting at home and, you know, as I said, I'd been building the channel for a while and I think I kind of enjoyed what Paul was doing on Supercars London. Maybe I, I think I felt more like that was the route I wanted to go down than what Tim was doing at the time. Um, so one day as I was sitting at home, I saw that uh, Paul posted he was on Sloan Street with TG because TG has been on the scene for a long time. Uh, not always as a YouTuber, but as a friend of Paul, you know, to Larry M3. And he was just around and about. So I think they posted that they were together. Uh, and I didn't live far from Sloan Street at the time. So I was like, oh, screw it. I'll go and I'll see if I can go and say hi. So I drove down in the TTS, had a camera strapped to my head because at that point I filmed everything point of view. And I kind of parked up and then awkwardly went and lurked by the group. So Paul and Tom and whoever else was stood there. I think I was pretending like I was filming Paul's car because he'd recently got it rewrapped or something like that. But I was just trying to look for an excuse to go and say hi. And I think I did. I think I said, oh, hi guys, how are you? Uh, they were probably like, who is this idiot with a camera on his head? But yeah, it was Paul and TGE. Um, and it was a kind of nothing-ish meeting. But at the time I was still working, I still had PR clients because I was running a PR consultancy, um, not a successful one, by the way. And one of my clients was uh, the Bond in Motion exhibition in Covent Garden that basically was showing off a lot of the Bond vehicles. And they wanted to get a lot more sort of journalists and influencers and that lot down to the exhibition. So I thought, oh, maybe Paul would be a good person. So I sent him an email saying, hey, I was that weirdo you met on Sloan Street with the camera strapped to his head. Would you like to come to the James Bond exhibition? Uh, and I think he said, yeah, sure, like no problem. And we just kind of started talking from there. And then before you knew it, we were meeting up to either film something or I was, maybe I was helping him film or something. But Paul and I kind of became friends very quickly. I think we uh, had a lot of similar interests and points of view and... It, whilst his channel was blowing up because he was just starting daily vlogging, he probably was only still about a hundred and something thousand subscribers. Shmi was already at the likes of maybe 300,000 subscribers, but Paul was, uh, yeah, starting to sort of really grow in his numbers. Um, but it was a fun and exciting time. And then out of kind of nowhere, uh, Seb sent me a message saying, Tim, Shmi is planning a road trip. Um, and because I just bought the 4C, Seb thought maybe I would get an invite or I could get myself invited onto the trip. Um, because before that, as a TTS, I think I wasn't really, I didn't qualify for the criteria of the road trip. The 4C somehow got me into the group. So yeah, that, a few hours later, I got a message from Shmi saying, hi, Sam, congrats on the 4C. Uh, I'm planning a bit of a road trip in April. Would you like to join? And I was like, oh my God, I've been invited on a road trip. Uh, you got to remember at this time, you know, this is my four and five months into my YouTube career. And whilst I definitely wasn't a sort of fanboy of Shmi or Paul, it was definitely like these were the big guys in the space. And if I was to be getting invited on a road trip with them, that was, that was a good news. And also forget career or YouTube because I wasn't thinking of YouTube as a career at that point. I just wanted to have some fun. I was like, oh my God, yes, a supercar road trip. Like I've dreamed of this kind of stuff. Um, so I was super hyped and excited. And it was actually my first time ever driving down to Monaco and even visiting Monaco. Uh, and so it was a big gang. And actually it's quite funny if you look back at the gang now, because whilst uh, Shmi had also invited Paul, so Supercars of London, and of course Seb. So that was us, me, Shmi, Paul, Seb. There was also a few other familiar faces, uh, most notably Mr. JWW. And so, yes, this is where James comes into the picture. So uh, 
I think at the time, as I say, Shmi was probably at about 300,000 subscribers, had just taken delivery of his 675 LT. Uh, Paul maybe at 150,000 subscribers with his manual R8. Me in the 4C with about 5,000 subscribers and Seb just being Seb with about 1,500 subscribers. James had an R8 V10 Plus at the time, but he wasn't Mr. JWW. I mean, I think he had a blog. I think he had a JWW blog, but but he wasn't a social media personality. He was just a guy with a cool car who knew the right people and was coming on the trip, uh, along with Sam Moores. Some of you may listen to the Sam Moores podcast. Uh, he was there as well in his GT3 RS. Uh, C. Cole, uh, I'm talking about Instagram handles here, but uh, another sort of big Instagram uh, page some of you may be aware of. He was there in, I think, another GT3 RS. Um, there was a whole gang of us, about 10 cars, I think maybe in total. Uh, and it was all for a road trip post top marks. And I would say that this was kind of the start of the OG YouTube gang in the sense that we kind of all were cross collaborating. We were super hyped and excited. And I think a lot of that was in the fact that YouTube was a new thing still then. And there were so many questions and fundamentally it's a very weird job and a line, and whilst I was doing it as a hobby I was still interested and intrigued and I could sit at lunch and be like so Paul like how do you monetize this and Shmi like why are you like always on Twitter and blah 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 and it was just a really interesting and exciting time and and so following that big road trip Paul, Seb, Tim and myself all kept hanging around and we were on WhatsApp groups and planning things and cross collaborating and um, and that continued right through the summer uh, until we went to Salon Privé in September of that year and Paul and I bumped into James. James came up to us at the buffet line. and was like, guys, what's up? And we were like, oh, yo. And James said, I bought a GoPro and I'm thinking of making a video. And we were like, yeah, man, do it. Like, YouTube's great. And I, I guess it's because he'd spent that week around all of us making content that he went, oh, that looks like fun. So he said, I'm going to try and make a few videos. Uh, and so, yes, we kind of followed up all this sort of this uh, excitement with two big trips. Uh, Paul, Seb, Shmi and myself went down to Monaco for like three weeks. It was when Tim had just bought his GT4 and FF. Uh, I had the F-Type. Paul had his Gallardo, I think. Um, and did Seb have a Lotus yet? I don't think he did. But anyway, so we all went down, spent about three weeks in Monaco, all making content together. Then we all went up to Dubai. Still at this point, James wasn't involved because it was still very new. Um, but he was on the sort of fringes and I think we were speaking to him. Um, but he was definitely at, sort of at, the, at the dawn of his channel. Um, and so, for sure, at this point, we, we're all, like, growing to become very good friends, very close, um, spending a lot of time together. And then the following year uh, is maybe when it took a slight turn. I think we all went to Top Marks again together, and this was actually maybe the first time James came on a trip with us, because uh, we'd all collaborated with James by this point. He was definitely at a level of maybe 50-odd thousand subscribers or something like that. And, uh, and part of the mix. And whenever I reference the OG YouTube, YouTube gang, which I think I do, I always mean that gang, James, Paul, uh, Tim and Seb, because I always think of us all being their kind of early doors for at least the sort of first year, year and a half before YouTube just kept blowing up and more and more channels and, and, and creators came to the scene. Um, but I think there was definitely a turning point sort of midway through the next year, maybe around top marks where instead of it being this kind of exciting moment where we're all doing stuff together and it's so much fun, there was a sort of switch to, oh, hold on a sec, maybe we're doing too much together. And I have to kind of applaud Shmi here, and it probably comes as no surprise that he was kind of the first person to go, guys, hold on a sec, maybe this isn't the best tactic because 
by that point, he had his channel for like six years and it was all based around exclusivity and first drives and, and getting that kind of, you know, never seen before content. And suddenly he was bringing along three of his mates or four of his mates to those opportunities. And the audience suddenly had four or five videos of the same thing. And being the, the, uh, the astute businessman that Shmi is, he kind of went, I don't think this is for me. So whilst we all remained super friendly and he was very upfront about it, there was kind of that decision, which wasn't, didn't feel like that big a deal at the time, which was like, maybe we should do less of this and all kind of focus on our own channels and make our own things. And I think at the time, probably James, Paul, Seb and myself were kind of like, nah, we'll just keep going. We're good. Um, so Tim definitely kind of slightly stepped away from that group, only in a content sense. As I say, we were all still speaking and friendly and would always see each other at events and stuff. But I think he made that active decision to go out and, and do his own stuff. And he's now the one with 2 million subscribers and a ton of cars in his garage. <laughs> we're all like, oh, cool, like good move to him. <laughs> so he definitely knew what he was doing. Uh, but yeah, we probably went on for another four or five months of all still trying to grow each other's channels and bounce off each other and share ideas and kind of r rely on each other in terms of content opportunities opportunities. Um, but as more and more sort of creators came to the scene or came to the party, I think it became more and more clear that some of the audience, some of you guys were getting a bit fed up with it. You felt like you were seeing too much of the same thing. And we needed to all step away, find our own niche before we then came back together. What's kind of funny is nowadays, skip forward three years or something like that, Firstly, of course, we are still great friends. Just to answer that question, yes, we are all really good friends. We're all in WhatsApp groups. We all do hang out outside of YouTube. We see each other a lot. Um, but you can kind of track, and I'm just talking specifically about the kind of UK supercar niche, you know, or the supercar content creating niche. Does that make sense? There's a lot of car content out there these days, but you would see one group, which I would call those kind of the, the OGs, plus Archie and Emma Walsh and TG and Sam Moores. They kind of all spurn from that original gathering. As I mentioned very early on, Tom and Paul have been hanging out for ages. Uh, Archie and Emma came along at the same time because they were dating. Uh, and Emma, I don't know if this is a secret, but Emma was living with Tim at the time. She was his roommate. Completely like just a weird coincidence. I think she was just renting a room from him uh, and then spending enough time around us all as YouTubers because we would go out for dinners and go to events and they'd come along as, oh, this is Tim's roommate, by the way. Oh, no, and that's her boyfriend. Uh, we all just sort of you went, oh, guys, you should start YouTube channels. Oh, yeah, it's so cool. And they kind of thought the same thing. And you can kind of track everyone back. So we've all known each other for a hugely long period of time now, like five or six years, um, all the same faces, which sometimes I see as a negative because I'm like, oh, maybe no one else had a chance because we were all just like, promoting our mates and building up our mates and maybe we should have opened up the doors a little bit more but what's great to see is now there's tons of other great automotive content creators that weren't just from that group um but yeah it's it's been amazing having so many people that i can kind of go to because it's a very weird job youtube uh whilst it might seem like we're always out having a good time 95 percent of my job is sitting at home staying at a laptop editing or planning or whatever and to try and be creative by yourself all the time is tough. And sometimes you want to say to people, oh, by the way, did, did that video work badly for you? Or did, are YouTube being a bit odd? Or why did you find that worked? And especially now with coronavirus, we're all sitting at home. The amount of WhatsApps that we're all talking to each other on and saying, oh, what are you going to do for content? And do you think this is a good idea? And do you think that's a bad idea? And what should I title this? Uh, we're all here to support each other, which I think is fantastic. And then as I mentioned early on, without the support of Shmi and Paul, uh, my channel wouldn't be what it was. I mean, I just wouldn't have grown the audience I did without them 
supporting and, and shouting me out. And then, of course, Seb for bringing us all together. Um, and then James joining the party and making it a, a, a merry group of four or five at, a, a, on time. So uh, that's how we all know each other, for those of you that have been asking. Uh, will the road trips happen again in the future? Yes. I mean, at the end of last year, you may have seen that Seb, James, Paul and myself did a bit of a Ferrari drive. That was supposed to be a much bigger thing with Shmi involved as well, uh, down to the south of France and all of us in our own Ferraris. But the logistics just didn't quite work out. But I think we'll always try and do things together and we're always going to end up in the same places together uh, just because of the nature of the business. Um, but what's great is we all get on and we all want to ha- help each other and we all want to support each other. Um, and that's been the sort of best part of it. So yeah, merry old chums we are. <laughs> um, but I know lots of you have been asking about that over the years whenever I've done Q&As and things like that. Uh, so hopefully you now feel informed and maybe relaxed. Uh, but it's a small world, the world of YouTube. So all the US car YouTubers, new UK car YouTubers, we all end up meeting and talking or being aware of each other. So often you'll end up at a press launch and maybe you've never met somebody, but you've seen their channel or you know of them. So you immediately feel a bit more comfortable and a bit of a bond to be like, oh, hey, what's going on? Um, the same way, I guess, is if you're in an industry and you know you're sort of colleagues or I guess you could call them competitors at time but I don't think we feel very competitive against each other uh so yes there we go I gotta stop rambling now because this is supposed to be a shorter more concise bonus episode I hope you've enjoyed it give it a thumbs up if you have make sure to stay subscribed if you're watching here on the YouTube channel and turn on notifications so you don't miss future future episodes and bonus content and of course if you're listening make sure to keep following or listening on whatever audio platform you're listening on I will catch up with you guys very very soon Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.